0: The following Parkinson's Path podcast is provided by Leanna Marie with All About Parkinson's and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome everyone back to Answers for Elders Radio and I am here with Leanna Marie from All About Parkinson's and we are in the middle of a wonderful podcast series that she has been gracious enough to provide our listeners and we're really excited to talk about today's topic which is how do you be happy? And when you've been diagnosed like that, I think, Leanna,
1: thank you for sharing that. And, you know, how do we find that joy? Well, thank you. It's great to be here, Suzanne. And uh, how do you be happy? Well, specifically, how can you be happy with Parkinson's? And is it even possible? Which mm-hmm. the short answer is yes, actually. Um, though many people might argue with me as if I don't expand on that answer. Um, it's not to say that life is going to be... Joyful every day, mm-hmm. but we have a huge choice. And first of all, let's define what happiness is to you, because I think what it is to me is going to be different for you. Mm-hmm. And so, to start with that, um, just to, just to take some moments to think about what what would what would happiness look like for me in general. And now that I have Parkinson's, well, as we mentioned, we talked about in a previous podcast, is talking about having a productive life? Was that what brings me happiness? Staying connected with my loved ones? Mm -hmm. um, What are some things that bring me the ultimate happiness that I'm after? Is it to stay in my job as long as possible so I can keep making money? Um, Those are the first things that we have to define and say, okay, what's bringing me happiness today? What are some of the things that might change? And how can I redefine my happiness as I have Parkinson's? And the biggest key is to say, I'm going to take responsibility for that. Right. Mm -hmm. So and they, you know, the number one thing that researchers say is a large part of happiness is up to us. It's not It's not Years. up to you. It's us. It's under our control. It's our choice and under our control. And, and a, no
0: one outside of ourselves can make us happy. Correct. We have to, we have to choose and, to be
1: happy. And if you can't get in that mindset, you're going to have a tough time down the road. If you just are always, mm-hmm. um, and I talk about being in the driver's seat as opposed mm-hmm. to the passenger seat, mm-hmm. right? If you're always a passenger in life, I'm, I mean, that sounds cliche, but really, you need to start with that and say, I'm going to choose to be happy. I'm going to find the best in, in whatever um, because we can't, and I, and I, we acknowledge that we can't choose our circumstances, right? Yeah. We can't. And if we are dealt a hand of Parkinson's, that's our doctor says we've got a, you know, 10 year prognosis, maybe some who have, uh, MSA or multiple system atrophy. Those are, that's a different kind of, or a look alike Parkinson's and they may only have a few years. And those are people that are going to go, okay, you know what? I have a smaller prognosis, a shorter time in my life, what am I going to do? Am I going to be, you know, what am I get, what's happiness going to look like for me? Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's going to be different for everyone. But the key is to just say I'm taking control over that and I'm not going to let that doctor right. or that other person decide whether or not I can be happy for the next X number of years.
0: Right. And, you know, <clears throat> when you're saying that, you know, I, I remember um, years that I spent in counseling. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not happy, it's happiness is an inside job. I love and that no quote, matter, Rain. <laughs> I know, I love that. And it's really true. It's like, and I've also known that the whole world around you is just a mirror of your consistent thoughts. So mm-hmm. if you're, you know, you, we have a choice every single day, no matter what we're dealing with, mm-hmm. to have, to to choose that happiness. Right. And certainly with something like that, there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of gifts in it as well.
1: Don't I've, you agree? Oh, I I absolutely agree. And it's... You know, the, again, the getting into the mindset that I'm going to take control, I'm going to to the best of my ability, I'm going to be in the, in the driver's seat. Um, and living with a chronic illness, that that can be challenging, to mm-hmm. say the least. Absolutely. Right? So are we up for the challenge? Are we going to fight back? Are we going to lay down and just let the, exactly. the battle be over before it even Exactly. Starts, right? And that's the key. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that key That just remind me those the keys that we're I was going to mention are where it's related to staying happy with Parkinson's, Um, and I think I mentioned this one word in the last podcast, which is resilience. And one of the things that I love that word. I one of my favorite words. words. Yeah, ability to withstand um, or recover quickly from Mm -hmm. difficult situations. And if you think of just being knocked down and getting back up, and knocked down and getting back up, right, over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. and. Researchers have said that, the, that resilient people are better able to deal with chronic illnesses, um, which can in turn then improve your quality of life. So right. it's again, I, I strongly believe in this characteristic being one of the most important um, things that you can have to fight, fight, if you will. The, the battle of Parkinson's, if you want to talk, sure. call it a battle. Sure. Um, that is something that I, I have to say I saw in my mom and I've seen in many who have managed to live with Parkinson's for as long as she did, uh, 30 years. And that's that's something I attest to, I, I, I totally amazing. admire her for that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was one of the key things. Um, and I, and, you know, in the book, we talk about a couple other things that relate to that. And one in terms of how to live happily with a chronic illness and this is something that is weird to say for some people but being selfless and Mm -hmm. I know when you get diagnosed with something you're just going to turn in where it's all about me it's all about Mm -hmm. me and why shouldn't it be Mm -hmm. all about me because I'm the one that's suffering you're not suffering Mm -hmm. right so it's me 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 and again and there's nothing wrong with that and being and taking that time to give yourself some grace and say yeah, I did, this life is changing and this does suck in some ways, right? And so please give me some attention because I really want that. But over time, I think you'll find that the more you can reach out to others and the more you can say, you know what, <laughs> as crazy as this may sound, but I'm not dead yet, so right. life's not over. And right. what am I going to do and mm-hmm. what can I do for others? Um, and that was a huge way my mom was helped uh, emotionally, was actually devoting time to help other people with Parkinson's you know, and dementia. And
0: it's so interesting. And I've told this story before. <clears throat> and it's the fact of an attitude. I even mm-hmm. remember my mom when she was in skilled nursing, you know, she had vascular dementia. She was really at that point, but you know, somebody brought her a little native trillium plant that they found out because she loved those little three flowered plants. Oh yeah. And so she had it in a little Dixie cap and she was watering it every day and helping it grow. And and that told me that she chose something to focus on to be happy mm-hmm. and that she wanted to live mm-hmm. and that brought joy to me as her daughter that there was something that was bringing her joy every right. day and i Reaching think that's out. really important it's a huge important
1: piece mm-hmm. for sure How, and that idea of having something outside yourself that um that yes. you're fueled by um and that that also leads into this the idea of connectedness that um which i believe is one of the three keys um one of many keys i should say to being happy mm-hmm. is having that connectedness whether it be with your family um close mm-hmm. friends um it's i believe essential so that you don't feel alone in this battle right. and you really don't have to be alone i mean that's your choice if you're yes. al- feeling alone you need to reach out you need to talk to people whether again if it's initially after your diagnosis and you're you're not sure about how you're feeling i mean I think it was what? How many years was it before Michael J. told anyone? Uh, Ten years ish, not quite. But um, so, and that's not uncommon. A lot of people have waited to let. Sure. The, now, in his case, because he's in a he's a public figure, but um, I would say that it's something that can be a detriment to you if you aren't right. um, proactive in, in reaching out to people and staying connected throughout your journey. Um, and you know, some people you might find, and this was in my mom's case. She lost some friends, and that was because they couldn't handle they sure. couldn't handle it, and that's wow. that's not uncommon.
0: So we are talking again to Leanna Marie, and Leanna, you are with allaboutparkinsons.com, dot com, and we are talking again about <clears throat> being happy. How do you find that happiness with Parkinson's? And you're working on a new book. You're talking about the enemies of of happiness, yeah. and I kind of want to talk about that. How do you avoid those?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, these are going to creep up in any mm-hmm. any part of your life, probably at some point in your journey in life. Um, and that's the buzzword for the last how many years is, is we talk about stress invading our lives. And stress, in general, we know, everyone knows it's bad for your health. Uh, but what people might not know if they are early on in their diagnosis is how much stress can immediately affect your symptoms, And how we need to avoid it as much as possible because it is an absolute enemy for for Parkinson's and therefore your happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I could easily be standing next to my mom and she's got a small tremor in her left arm. And you say, mom, we got to go now. We're going to the. I need you to get ready and we need to go. And she, you watch that arm and all of a sudden it's swaying all over the place because she's now stressed out about, oh, my gosh, there's a deadline. Sure. I got to go. I got to go. Or we give her some news. She's just been received some news. You'll see immediately her tremor um, act up, you know, 10 times the amount it was before, or she'll get stuck. All of a sudden she can't walk anymore because we've stressed her out. So we learned that pretty quickly. So it's helpful for her, but helpful for us to know that to avoid as much as possible, um, stress. So that would be the number one. Another one is anxiety, which is actually common. It's a common non-motor symptom of Parkinson's. makes sense. So uh, that's a common symptom of the disease um we can that we want to obviously avoid anxiety as much as possible um, there are some things that there are drugs that your parkinson's neurologist or the doctor can prescribe to help mm-hmm. through that um and again that is something <clears throat> that it can be really uncontrollable for some people um, and my mom was already that kind of person before she got Parkinson's. So it just was just extreme afterwards. So we really needed to work with her on that and address each individual fear that she had. Uh, and then finally, anger, which, of course, you're going to be angry if you're diagnosed. I would think most people might be angry mm-hmm. about it at some point in the time. So that's another enemy. And but. We talk about well, why not let yourself be angry? What's the you're allowed sure. to be angry, and then but now don't stay in there, don't stay right. in that state, and to move on and get some counseling, talk to people, even if it's just one person, um, and finally, so stress, anxiety, anger, depression, all these things can be talked with your doctor or, um, in terms of getting medications to help with them. Huge prescription of is exercise, exercise, exercise. We talk about that moving around as much as you can, and and um, that's those are some things that we will uh, we can talk about more on another date. But remember, you're not a passenger; you're the driver. Yes, yes, and. For every minute you're unhappy,
0: you lose 60 seconds of happiness. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Leanna, thanks so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. The preceding Parkinson's Path podcast is provided by Leanna Marie with All About Parkinson's and Answers for Elders Radio. To learn more about Leanna's story, her books, The Parkinson's Wall of Honor, and more, go to allaboutparkinsons.com.
1: It's time to rethink.